So, as you can see from the gross adjusted assets tabulation in column J, the net value of the land acquisition was actually zero. Now, if you go to the file marked devaluation of capital income, we can review the way before. I don't want to hear anything more about finances, mergers, or currency transactions. It is February 1st. I'm Matt in Geistown Borough. I should have come up with something clever to say because I looked over and Steve's yawning. (laughs) The one week I was like, hey, let's just roll with this. I know we have a good topic and I just like, let's get right to it. I look over and Steve's yawning. Well, I'm glad to entertain you. Holy crap. Do you need your, did you miss your map, old man? (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Because I did. Oh, let's just say. Um, well, I'm Steve in Southern Bedford County, still shaking my head at Gen Z and their lack of willingness to work for a living. Um, got that one slammed on me today by no agenda. And um, kind of enjoyed some sunshine finally. And and I did not sleep well last night. I haven't slept well since November 21st. So bear You're with still me. fighting I'm hips. Still yeah, still still fighting the uh, random leg spasms in the middle of the night that jolt you awake and keep you awake for a while. And then, you you know, hey, it's just the way it goes. So, but I'm still climbing. I'm back. I'm, I'm climbing up and down the ladder in the barn and throwing down, you know. Well, I, two I or think three, I may have two or three. found a issue then with you. Yeah. Why, why is there an issue? If you're climbing up and down the stairs the ladder and to the ladder to the, and throw a ladder and, to the yeah i think i figured it that? out what that may be contributing to being sore no 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 the, yeah okay no the muscle no i figured it, i figured day. it out i want my pfizer money oh you want your pfizer money yeah well they got plenty of it well, i didn't yeah geez oh well it's gonna be back season huh so your your keeper has um oh, started tax yeah. season as of today. Yeah, so your life's gonna be miserable till February, or April or May, or April fifteenth, or is it? Well, no, it can't be April. Go 15th. on until it's April fifteenth, except for the fact that April fifteenth is a holiday in the District of Columbia. Why? I th- oh, let me look. I know. I know it was a something. Um, it's not highlighted on my calendar of being anything special other than taxes. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at. There's nothing in April. It's not a April national is, holiday. Oh, it's, oh, it's it's probably Washington D.C.'s taking a day off, celebrating fleecing the American public for the money that the government thinks it it deserves, which I think is illegal. I've come up with a better way too, by the way, for taxes. Well, let's take a look here. I am consulting. You go into the Oracle. Okay, April sixteenth. So it actually may That's... not be an issue. Sometimes it is because tax day gets moved because of the holiday, uh, the weekend. Uh-huh. Nope, it's on Monday. It's on a Monday. So not a, not um, a holiday. It's a holiday in Washington, D.C. For what? The 16th. Um, it National celebrates the day. Compensated Emancipation Act signed by Abraham Lincoln. Uh, okay. Now I'm digging in the... Uh, moving on. 
Oh, it's it's they're celebrate they 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 are celebrating the day that Lincoln ended slavery in the District of Columbia. So okay, yay for no slavery, but odd timing. But it's not odd timing. It just moved tax season around. Don't. Yeah. 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 All right. So good to have a holiday for that, but also not not great timing. You know what they could do is eliminate tax season. They could. I got a better way. Okay. Well, all right. So taxes now are, as you know, your keeper is very, very complicated. And the majority, not the majority, almost the majority of people who work don't pay taxes. Agreed? Uh, a significant of, portion. Significant portion do not pay taxes, any taxes whatsoever. So that leaves those of us who work, who are left, who, who work, have to carry the brunt of taxes. And, you know, of course, the, you know, the politicians use taxes as for class warfare, pitting, you know, the us, them concept with everything. So years ago, probably about 16 years ago, I was working at a uh, company and another guy was working there who was a retired military person, military man. He was, uh, he was actually, um, captain in the navy which is equal to like a colonel in the mm -hmm. marine corps so pretty high up there like pilot and he did a tour over in the european the mediterranean european area and we were talking taxes because we were all bitching about having to pay taxes because we were making good money and the, you know we were being fleeced for a ridiculous amount of money from the government at all levels and he said that he preferred the way they did it over in, and he mentioned the country and I can't remember right now, but what he did is there was no um, taxation the way we know it, federal, state, and local level. Yeah. That when you went into a store and you wanted to buy a shirt and I'm not going to do it in, in euros, I'm going to do it in American dollars. I'll convert your head. That's counts. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, I'm, I'm doing it in freedom, freedom dollars, dollars. Not, <laughs> not, not, not communism dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Euros. Freedom dollars. And freedom dollars. And so let's say the shirt was $50. You picked the shirt up, he looked at it, and he went up to the cashier and he pulled out, he, he put the shirt down, pulled out his $50 and paid it. There was not $50 plus tax. It was just $50. It was incorporated into the price. Yeah. So I asked him, I said, well, I said, they don't collect taxes. He goes, no, because he actually kind of baited me into the conversation by leading me that way. He goes, no. He said, what we would consider federal and state taxes were built into the price. So you paid $50. Now, the shirt may only have cost you know, the, the shirt may have been a $40 shirt without taxes, but with taxes added on to it, it made it a $50 shirt. So if you didn't want that shirt, that you wouldn't you didn't want to pay $50, you could find other shirts that were like $20 or $30 or something like that. You could, you know, you could select something else if you, wanted, if you didn't want to pay that much money for that particular item. So what they had done is what we would call federal, state, and local taxes was all built into the price of whatever you were buying. Now, I don't think food was included on that, but all um, consumable, you know, you know, commercial items, clothing, cars, boats, airplanes, you know, artwork, 
furniture, everything had all the taxes built in. So then the, the merchant, you know, let's say it was 15% total mm-hmm. was the taxes of it, you know, 5% or 10% went to the, you know, what we would call the federal government, 3% went to the, what would be the state government, and then 2% went to the local government. So it was up to the merchant to, to send it in. So the way that works is everybody, whether you're on welfare or you're a, a multimillionaire, paid the same amount of taxes. It was across the board. And multimillionaires, you know, if you bought a yacht that had the 15% built into it, and I'm just making up 15%, but it had that, it had the taxes built into it. So proportionally, they paid more taxes because they could afford higher end stuff. And if you were in the low end of the economic spectrum and you couldn't afford that, you still bought the, you bought what you could afford, but you still pay taxes. So everybody contributed across the board and it was actually even across the board. I think it has a much better tax system. It certainly would be a lot easier to figure out. You wouldn't have to figure anything out. Well, I mean, I mean, for that, yeah, you wouldn't have to figure anything out. No, you, 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 you go, you go to rudders, you know, um, rudders and you're working there and, and you're making 1875 an hour, which was the latest thing that they're paying for somebody to work at rudders, which we have, it's like a sheets with that. They have, okay. Thank you. I was going to be like, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Rudders, rudders and sheets are equivalents. Rudders and sheets had a handshake agreement between the original guys that rudders would stay in the Eastern part of Pennsylvania. Sheets would stay in the Western part. Well, now that both of those organizations have changed over, Sheets decided to invade Rudders' territory. War on. Rudders in... Huh? War is on. Yeah. So Rudders, in retaliation, spent over two years building this massive complex here in Bedford. That You know, they have tractor trailers they can fill up there and everything. It's it's beautiful. I like it better than Sheets. And it has, it has, it has just sucked the life out of Sheets down here. It's been great. <laughs> and it's for sheets to update both of their um trying to keep up with rudders now they're they're updating wait wait wait, their... wait 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 you're making an argument and you're telling me that competition in the market has improved the thing for you as a consumer i know that's the craziest talk in the world that competition works god they give you good drugs i know they do yeah in fact in fact Here's what Rudders did, which pissed Sheets off. This past July 4th, Rudders changed the gasoline prices to $17.76. Oh, is that why Sheets did it? That's why Sheets did it, because Rudders did it. And it was $17.76, or it's actually, you know, $177, but they had up there gasoline, $17.76 um, for everything from regular to premium. It was yeah. all across the board, you know, so sold out there. You know, I, of course, I guess my, I drive by, I slam the brakes on, wheeled my big truck in there and fill it up. Um, and no limit on how much, you know, if you Oh, yeah, no, Sheets was the same 50, way up here. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, Rudders did it. So once again, competition, great thing. Anyway, back to the analogy. So you, you're working at Rudders and, or Sheets and you're making your $18 an hour and You've worked 40 hours for that week and you come home, taxes aren't taken out. Nothing's taken out. You, mm-hmm. Whatever you earn, that's what you come up because you pay taxes in anything else that you buy. It's then taken out from that way. Now, about the only thing they probably take out would be social security. That's about the only thing you'd have to figure out. Yeah. But 
at least, you know, at least the, the taxes side. And then that would, um, well, that would make your keeper's life a lot easier for tax season. Sure. You wouldn't have a tax season. I see. I always thought, and I don't understand why businesses don't do it more, is outline everything as an invoice with a broken down, because you could just figure out the percentages and have the system programmed to print it out on the receipt, is mm-hmm. all the taxes. So every time you went to the store and got a receipt, you could see, like they show sales tax, but everything mm-hmm. else included in that too. Property tax that the business has to pay. Employment mm-hmm. tax for all the, for the employees. On and on. Commuter, so you can see everything tax, that adds up. All that crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it, it's the, it's the, the, I don't want, I guess farce is probably the best word for it. That, or the delusion that businesses pay taxes. No, they don't. No. Businesses yeah. add taxes onto the cost that people pay. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. No one's, no one's sitting out here saying, yeah. boy, I'm going to eat eat this extra tax bill. I don't. I, I'm in a 25% tax bracket with my company. I tack that right. I figure out what my costs are, and I add 25% to it to um, cover taxes. Yeah. And I pass that on to the consumer. For every appraisal that I do, the home buyer or the divorcee or the estate is paying that. They pay my taxes. I don't, I don't pay taxes. What what made me think of this, and when I said, hey, let's let's talk about this today, it was not only the time of year, it kind of fits perfectly for this, but there was a poll done by the Chicago Her- University of Chicago Harris School of Public Policy. Two-thirds of U.S. taxpayers say they spend too much on federal income taxes Seven in ten say the same about local property taxes. Roughly six in ten feel that way about state sales tax. So whether it's federal, state, or local, a strong majority plus think they pay too much in taxes. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. Uh, Republicans are more likely than Democrats to view taxes as unfair, to say they are spending too much in taxes, and to see taxes as a poor value. The poll found that few U.S. adults have a high level of confidence that the institutions that ultimately use their tax dollars, whether it's federal government, local school districts, spend those taxes in the best interest of the people like them. 16% I love this. People tend to trust governing bodies closer to home with their tax dollars. 16% are extremely or very confident in their local district compared to 6, 6% for the federal. So people are more likely to trust close to home, but the trust is still only at 16%. Yeah, which means 84% don't. And it's worse on the federal side. So it's yeah, kind of like... 90, 94%. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I just kind of... it's That's phrased in a funny way to me. Oh, yeah. Well, it's twisted. It, it, it's it's meant to sound like, well, we trust our local governments. Yeah. No. Uh, and the majority this, of us don't. No. 
And smartly so, trust me. Adults who are 60 and older are more likely than younger adults to perceive taxes as fair. I would Uh, assume that's fair. Assessment. Just from the concept of Social Security. uh, Well, I'm in that 60 or older bracket, and I don't see the taxes as fair. Well, remember, it's, it's more so than younger. So more people than younger people in your... More people in your age group would say it's fairer than younger people. Hmm. Doesn't mean there's a okay. lot of them. Yeah, I was going to say, what's that percentage? Yeah, seventeen percent. You know, doesn't have it broken out, does it? For the sixty plus. Um, I'm looking Public opinion about taxes and trust in government has declined. He sees poll result as a partially reflected increased political polarization but says the public has long typically trusted local government more than federal government. That's a mistake. Um, not saying you should trust federal over local. Just don't trust local either. One thing that you'll hear is there's no Democratic or Republican way to collect trash or pave the streets. We tend to think of local government as less partisan. That has not been my experience, by the way, as somebody who spent mm. so many years in local government. Half of the people surveyed say they'd prefer to have fewer services from the government if it were meant if it meant reducing their bill. One third said they'd keep taxes the same in exchange for the same level of service, so change nothing. And only sixteen would opt to increase taxes for more services. So half want less taxes and less services, and only sixteen percent want more taxes and more services. Which is hysterical considering how much weight is given to people about the concept of, you know, if everyone was taxed more, we could all have homes and and healthcare and unicorns and everything else that it could be imagined under the sun. Only 16% of the people think that way, according to this poll. But it gets yeah. pushed a lot. Mm-hmm. Think back to a couple weeks ago when when I accidentally committed journalism. What was that? Remember I played that audio? And mm-hmm. it was about yeah. if we all did our fair share, we could have government housing and utilities and school for everybody and all that stuff. Yeah. Call Only 16% communism. of the people want that. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting is that it, in the, the from the not from the millennial generation on down to Gen Z, and that's a slow decay of stupidity mm-hmm. down to really stupid for for Gen Z. That forty eight percent of them from the from the article I read have a favorable view of socialism slash communism. They think it's a good idea. Yeah, which is which is incredible. I'm not going to Oh, no. No, but they don't want to pay for it. No, they don't want to pay for anything. But yeah. they want everything handed to them. You know. Um, it goes back goes back to the problem of everybody getting a participation award and told them they were all they were the smartest kids in the in the group or you know and every and everybody was okay and nobody nobody was a loser. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um Look, somebody's got to make the french fries. Not everybody can be an astronaut. Just the way it goes. Oh, see, get, get, buckle up, Steve. There's going to be robots for that. Um, 
You don't like the one following you it, around with a mop? Wait till least, it has a hot least, fryer. You know what? At least the robots will work. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Danny Vasquez. Kez, 39, a business owner and Democrat in Boston who answered the poll, said he trusts local government to spend his tax dollars better than the federal government. Again, in my experience, that's garbage. Um, considering that I've been, seen local government spend money in, in sweetheart deals and predestined contracts and mm-hmm. hiring family members. No different. He does say that he's uh, the federal government sends too much money on war making, and he'd prefer national health care and investment in education over war making. Well, it's an interesting ba- debate because I think you and I have established fairly clearly over the last half a year or so we've been doing this is we would love to have a smaller DOD budget. But I agree. Then just give me that money back. Yeah, Don't well, spend you know, it someplace I, else. I, give it back to me. Well, well I would, I would, and I, and I'm a retired Marine, so we'll, let's just get that out there. And I've got no, no, no problems in defending the Constitution of the United States. I don't believe in making war all over the world, thinking we're the, uh, you know, the nation building or we're building empires. But I think if you're going to reduce the um, defense defense budget and shift that money over to fixing all the broken bridges, the decaying bridges, the decaying roads, and and put it into infrastructure. You know, because I've never seen a government give anything back. But what irritates me about taxes is when I look at it is from a moral, ethical, and a religious standpoint of what the government, the federal government spends taxes on that I completely disagree with. Okay. Morally, I'm against all the wars, the endless wars that we have. Just endless wars. From an ethical standpoint, I have I have real problems for what the government, and without getting into it, what the government spends money on on things that I am one hundred percent against. That they just do, and then just it, and and I don't care whether it's a Republican or Democrat they're investigating the millions of dollars these congressmen and women play you know, spend investigating each other which leads to absolutely nothing is ridiculous. You know, you know the, the, the president that used to be in there without mentioning his name, they spent $35 million in two years investigating him to what end, whatever came of that. Yeah. Nothing except $35 million went to somebody who, who, who got a pocket full of money, just spending our money, our taxes on investigations. And now they're investigating Hunter Biden. Nothing's going to come of it. They could investigate Joe Biden. Nothing would come of it. Nancy Pelosi, anybody, Lindsey Graham, doesn't matter. All these investigations that these that Congress does, nothing comes of. There's no reason. Nobody goes to jail. There's no a, nobody gets disbarred. No, nothing happens I, except I, that our money is spent. I had a clip. And I don't think I, I, I could try to look around for next show, but I'm pretty sure I don't have it because I looked. But he found it a couple years back. And actually, I remember playing it for people. And it was a really good speech that I played for folks. And I said, Did you hear? Now, remember, this would have been 2017 or 2018. Okay. I'm playing this clip. And it's a, and it's a, 
very animated Nancy Pelosi. The president is violating the Constitution. It's a threat to democracy that he has power. And it's up to us in the House to investigate and impeach him. And I'd say, did you hear her say that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I saw that on the news last night. Or that was over the Sunday shows or something. Like, absolutely. Every single person I talked to. Like, I did it for like 25 or 30 people. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was even doing it for a group or two. Swore they had actually heard her say that. About Trump. Okay. It was a speech from like 2002 about George W. Bush. <laughs> it's all marketing. Yeah. Let me get a soundbite. Yeah. Let me get on the news. Then I can stick it in an email and raise funds. So I can get mm-hmm. reelected. Yeah. And do the whole thing over again. But they're using our tax dollars to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. And, and I, you know, and then from a religious standpoint, because I am a stone cold Christian, a conservative Christian. So, that, you know, that, that I'm just a terrorist, according to the government. Oh, and a veteran. So I'm, I'm like a real threat to everything. But from a religious standpoint, I am I am 100 percent against some of the things the federal government gives gives money to, to some of these organizations that I am 100 percent from a religious standpoint against. But yet I, I have no choice when it comes to paying taxes. If I do not pay my taxes, I can't win against the government. You know, if I evade taxes, you know, and, and don't pay it, they eventually will catch up with me and they can literally just strip me of everything that I have, take all the money that I earn and um, make my life a living hell and put me in jail probably. I think you go to jail for tax evasion. Yeah, pretty sure you can. Is that what they got Capone on? Yeah, yeah evading tax taxes. Stuff. Wesley yeah. Snipes had a tax thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Willie Nelson. Yeah, they nailed Willie Nelson to the wall. That was back in the 80s. Yeah. Anyway, 90s. Yeah, it kind of worked out for uh, Willie Nelson, though. Yeah. But getting into a little bit of this article, the rest of the survey, um... A lot of people, they said, only two in ten say they uh, people understand extremely or well, very well, the amounts how amounts are determined of their property or other taxes. That's the local level. About one in mm-hmm. four say they grasp calculations on the federal level. Three in ten. So two in ten understand the local. Three in ten understand the state. Four in ten understand federal. That's it. 20, 30, or 40%. Yeah. That's what it works out to. Which, when you look at it, not only is part of the problem as well, because if it's a confusing thing, you just go with it and you just want it off your plate. So if you can't figure it out and you can't ask questions, you never you have a lot less likelihood of actually standing up and saying, I don't want to have this taxes, these taxes. Mm-hmm. And some of the biggest groups that fight tax reform that would fix this are, are the cheap fly-by-night tax companies like 
you know, the, the, the Quickens and H&R Blocks and stuff. Because mm-hmm. they, they, that's their whole business. Where's the yeah. loopholes? How do you get right. through stuff? And, yeah. oh, you have to come to the, go to the magic wizard that has all the answers. <laughs> make yeah. your, make your trek. Well, tax season, grab Frodo and let's go on the journey. Um, <laughs> let's get, yeah. What was that? Or the Mount Doom they had to go to, to yeah. throw the ring into it or something like that? Oh. The thing about it is, The, the, just the lack of lack of trust is astounding, and the fact that and and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep harping on this one because you talked about it from a a, 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 a a the perspective that you talked about it, but I want to again, if you're out there and you think your local government is better at this than the federal government, you are wrong. You are completely wrong. The um, and people don't care, and people don't think about it. Did you ta- a good example? Did you see the story this week about oh, what was her name? Um, Janet Mello. No, can't say I know that one. Okay, Janet Mello is charged with taking a hundred million dollars from the United States Army. Whoa. She uh, set up a shell company. This is all alleged. But um, a shell company of a, that was a fraudulent collection, collected money fraudulently, fraudulently um, for a, and you may know this, 4-H program for military families. Seemed like to be helping for the 4-H initi- initiative. Something with fam- oh. uh, military families, health, children, that kind of stuff. She created a company called Ch- Child Health and Youth Long Development. <laughs> Child Health and Youth Long Development, also known as Child, C-H-Y-L-D. Hmm. Oh, my God. That should be the tip-off right there. Yeah. And in, tw- in 2016, it included it in her 2017 personal tax forms, according to a new court filing. She got a hundred million dollars from the U.S. Army. The U.S. Army did not know. The hmm. U.S. Army did not pay attention. That's how much when they have our tax dollars, they didn't care and didn't figure it out. She reported in 2017 on her tax form a profit of $483 on a revenue of 2152 Something on that form wasn't right. You think? The IRS. Well, no, it's just this little tiny thing, something that. So the U.S. Army missed $100 million going out the door to this lady. Yeah, yeah we're not surprised. houses and what they describe in the article as a Jay Leno-style collection of classic and other specialty cars. Wow. This four hundred dollar error or whatever on her tax return, the IRS found it, hmm. and their IRS audit of the four hundred dollars is what triggered it. Triggered, 
the story that has gained because it's gained national attention is that even if she ends up in jail and could end up in jail for the rest of her life, based on how many charges there could be, mm-hmm. she would still collect her federal pension. <laughs> the story Jeez. that I and why I thought that was interesting was the concept of no one saw when it's not your money, they didn't care. A hundred million bucks, no one noticed. No one thought about. Not their money. What they perceived as their money, the couple hundred dollars on the on her like you know, stink mm-hmm. on crap. Yeah. Right. So when it does completely backward. So instead of it being mm. a, a tax story about the level of the IRS and how much they will invade your life, it's a turns into a pension story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the that's IRS, why the Steve, yeah. let me because let me give you a great example. IRS publication seventeen. My guess is, do you remember when you read the IRS code? Do you remember publication seventeen? Yeah, the answer to, to both of those questions would be never. <laughs> well, never on the first one and no, because I didn't read the first one. So I wouldn't know what publication 17 is. Okay, schedule publication IRS publication 17 is schedule one form 1040 line 8Z or on schedule C form 1040 if you're self-employed requires you to, quote, report income from illegal activities such as money from dealing with illegal drugs. I don't think I have ever filled that particular line out. IRS, well, did you still sell illegal drugs? Well, that's a loaded question. Do I still sell illegal drugs? Which implies <laughs> that at some point did in I my say life, still? I didn't mean to. Yes, you did. Funny. Do you still sell illegal drugs? That just implies at some point in my past, I did. I'm not answering that question. On the advice of my attorney, <laughs> I, I am. I am taking the fifth on that one. <laughs> That's even great. I didn't even mean to do that one. That's I don't better. need the IRS to show up my house. We understand you've sold illegal drugs in the past and didn't report it. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, you have yeah. to report income from selling illegal drugs, or if you steal property, you must report the fair market value of your gain through theft. Oh. But only, it clarifies, if you don't return the property to its owner in the same year. Oh, Okay. So if I go steal 15 acres of land behind me off of my neighbor who has 500, as long as I give it back to him in the same year, I don't have to report that theft. Yeah. Basically is what it's saying. Yes. Oh, okay. Brilliant. This is a quote from Gary Schrodinger, a Maryland-based tax preparer. All income from whatever source is taxable income unless excluded by an act of Congress. If you receive $500 to kill your neighbor's annoying rooster or find a dollar on the street, or embezzle a million dollars from your employer, all of that is taxable income. That would be the IRS. What's what's theirs is theirs, and what yours is theirs. Well, I'm not saying anything. It's just... It's a system designed, and this goes back to an even bigger problem, I think, 
because uh, when you look at that as a concept, well, look, we can get you on tax evasion and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And how convoluted the tax rules are, as well as everything else that's on the books. It's mm-hmm. a system that is designed to ensure that no matter what, you have broken the law. Oh, yeah. It's it's there to keep you in perpetual fear of breaking the law. Yes. So when I go to when I go to my I take all my which I'm waiting on. Uh, I think it's the rule is that since I am self-employed that the banks that I work for, the banks I have as my clients, they have to they have by the 31st of January, they have to mail out all 1099s. I think that's the rule. So I should in a couple of more business days. I should have all my uh, income in from yeah. those guys. And and I every year I say the same thing. I sit down with my CPA. I've organized everything. I hand them it. I hand them the uh, thumb drive that has my spreadsheet of all the income that I brought in, and you know what I've figured out. And then I tell him, I don't want the IRS to audit me. And so when he's taking the deductions, he makes sure that everything that he because he always tells me mine's very easy, but he says, well, yours are so easy to do because hey, it's organized. And he said you never take any outlandish deductions. You're not trying to push the envelope on anything. He mm-hmm. said, so you should be perfectly safe. And since I got a CPA to do it, I figure it's on them, not me, if if the IRS would call me up. Yeah. But that's my, uh, but I've got other people that I know in business that they take some of the most outlandish deductions that I wouldn't even, that they get, and they get away with it, which is surprising to me. Sure. That they, the IRS has not nailed them to the wall. I, but, <clears throat> that also goes back to a concept, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with the IRS. Well, it does to some extent because you see this. But when somebody comes in, and you ever see on the news, like they raid, well, we raided the home of, of so-and-so, and we think they're, you know, tax evasion oh, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we have with with um, seized, you know, 10 filing cabinets worth of records or, rec- you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Who is keeping paper? Yeah. Oh, this stuff. Like, when they actually show and they're wheeling out filing cabinets of records from people's houses. Like, mm-hmm. Who has this stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, report your illegal income... Don't embezzle from the if you're going to embezzle a hundred million dollars from the U.S. Army. Um, don't do a four hundred dollar deduction; it'll send up don't a red list flag. On, yeah, don't list it as your tax on your taxes for your first year. You do it. Yeah. Um, I guess you know from a perspective standpoint, a hundred million dollars to the army is nothing, considering they left sixty three, or we as a nation left sixty three billion dollars worth of equipment in afghanistan when we pulled out of that so what's 100 million compared to 63 billion yeah not much it's kind of a rounding error we'll give you an example here i'm looking and this is a cnbc article Mm -hmm. so from last may so it's not exactly like what i would call a super conservative right wing it's just it's cnbc yeah it's not conservative the U.S. has lost $2.4 trillion in simple payment errors 
over the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. They yeah, can't even do their surprising. own books. Yeah, nope. Nope. If I became the president of the United States, I'd bring in a army of accountants and just go through the books of the... Uh, I would just start going through the books of the, the Pentagon alone. I wonder how much money we'd save with that. Well, they just failed another audit. Yeah. And then I start going through the books of all these senators and congressmen and women. Start looking at all their stuff. And I'd eliminate that bloody ass fund that the congressmen and women have, as well as the senators. That is a uh, it's a slush fund that's out there that if they get any type of um, allegations against them for like sexual misconduct or something, they have the slush fund set up that pays all their legal fees and everything. Yeah. That's bullshit. Um, we can even go deeper than that. Um, I'd eliminate that immediately. I was trying to, I'm trying to look for the um, audit numbers, but a couple years back, I think, I remember talking to you about that story where when they tried auditing the DOD last time, they discovered they lost more Apache helicopters. I think it was they lost more Apache helicopters someplace then mm -hmm. Israel Israel has right yeah like on it's just like we don't know where they're at yeah we, we, we think we bought misplaced. them maybe not who knows but it's a whole helicopter it's easy to misplace you know it's well you, you know, want to talk huh. about eliminating eliminating government waste and make them actually do stuff the timing the the frequency may be different the last time i looked every member of commerce congress Congress. Um, every member of Congress, and I think it occurs on the state level too, gets a budget to do mailers about once a quarter to constituents. Mm -hmm. Constituent update. Yeah. It's taxpayer funded campaign mm -hmm. ads. Right. Yeah. Because they don't ever like tell you like bad news. No, or it's not like a news source. It's it's all the happy things that they're doing. Mm -hmm. So we're paying for that. Yeah, that we are. Yep. Yeah, it's right. just annoying. So, what have we learned we today, Steve? Choice. Taxes suck. Taxes suck big time. That they do. Another See, reason why and, I'm going the, into semi-retirement. The bigger problem is. And this is where where you get in trouble for being stubborn, and I get in trouble for mostly being libertarian. Is everyone well? How would you function without the taxes going to the government? It's like, yeah, we could probably figure it out. Yeah, well, you know, uh, financially. So our our taxes pay the the senators and the congressmen and the congresswomen's salaries, as long as the presidents, as well as all the staffers that they have. Because that's the problem. It's not Congress. It's not. Well, the, no, 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 hang on. Hang on. I'm, I'm making a point here. I'm making a point here. So it's Congress. It is Congress's job to develop a budget and present the budget to the Senate for approval mm -hmm. that goes to the president. Yeah. And I, I can't. Re I can't remember the last time Congress presented a budget to the Senate for their review and then their changes and then it go into the president. I can't remember the last time that's happened. 
it's just continuing resolution, continuing resolution, continuing resolution. So I think we should go, we should hold these elected officials, hold their feet to the fire. And, and of course we couldn't do it because they would have to vote it and put it in place as a law that if Congress does not deliver a budget on time to the Senate to be then approved by the Senate and then sent to the president for his signature, that Congress, every one of them, the 400 plus of them do not get paid. Period. According to the Pew Research Center, uh-huh. in an article dated September 2023, Congress has passed all of its required appropriations measures on time only four times. Fiscal years 90, or 77, 89, 95, and 97. Okay. So, which means they haven't done their job. So I think that it's... Sh- so what, what happened is that they should not get paid. Period. Until they do their job. And develop a develop a budget, send it to the Senate, and then the senators don't get paid too. So the senators we put in pressure on the congressmen and women to do their job, and nobody gets paid until they do their jobs. And I bet you, and another way to fix the bloody Social Security thing is you take the congressmen and women and senators off of their golden parachute system that they've got set up and put them on. Social Security, like the rest of us people have to do. Bet you it would get fixed real fast, quick like it in a hurry. They've got their own system. Yeah. They being the, the, the federal government has got its own system. So those of us, those regular people, they don't they don't have to worry about it. And and they don't it, have to live on what we live on. I think it's one of those things, and I wonder I I I would imagine this might be one of the only things you could get true grassroots motion on in a completely bipartisan way. Rules, salary, benefit for elected officials mm. have to be a referendum on the ballot. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, that you know, hey, you go to Congress, you're, we are sending you to represent us. You suck at it, but you, we send you to do it. But setting your salary... The rules you have to go by, what you have to do as far as reporting, investing, time spent, mm-hmm. term limit, all anything that impacts you in your sitting position has to be a public, has to be a ballot referendum. Mm-hmm. And I tie it to, and I still go back to my idea original. Uh, now, see, this we should actually do a whole episode on government changes we'd make. Maybe that'll be next week. Um, but I'll tease this one then for it. Full-time positions from congressman, senator, all the way down to county commissioner. Your annual salary, you were in the courthouse, annual mm-hmm. salary of a commissioner. Somewhere uh, between like, 60 and 80. Yeah, something like that. It was, yeah, it was like 60,000 starting, something like that. I really don't remember, but it was pretty high. But that's not what the average person in Cambria County made. Uh, actually, actually, exactly what I was just going to look at it because I think of the last yeah. time I looked at it, it was like twenty three thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh no, excuse me. Um, uh, sixty five and uh, forty five to sixty five. It's at 67000 
but 25 and the under if you're if you're young in this area $23,000. Mhm. I take the average of every of your district and that's your salary. As an elected official. So if you <clears> do good and your area prospers, you get a pay increase. Yeah. If you do bad and tank the thing, mm-hmm. you lose out. Yeah. Also, you have to put that everything in blind trust mm-hmm. and all kind of stuff. But we're going to get into that next week. Now I'm excited. Let's just keep going. We'll record okay. next week too. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I've, I've got I've got horses that are probably standing down at the barn wondering where I am right now. So I'm going to go take care of my horses. So, well, Matt, you want to tell anybody that happens to be listening to us who, what, what podcast this is? This is Thought Provoking Blokes. Yeah. Visit us com. online. If you uh, care to support us, throw us a buck or two. You can go right to the webpage there, and you'll see all the past episodes. You can subscribe. You can share with your friends and family. You can um, report Steve to the IRS for his illegal drug trade. Don't actually do that, Steve. Oh, yeah. Steve does not. Yep. <laughs> all the marijuana I'm growing in my back pasture that my horses are eating. My, ha- my horses are very happy. There's no so. way anyone believes that. You've been on this show long <laughs> enough that people realize you are not mellow in any way, shape, or form. So you no, are definitely not shot. doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Not <laughs> but at all. we'd appreciate yeah. any support, sharing out, as um, that that does help us. And we're just trying to keep the lights on. So, again, yeah. if you got a buck or two, hit that little donate button and... Send it our way because yeah. that's what we do. We don't take sponsors because at this point, no one would want to sponsor us. No, not at all. Which is perfectly and, fine by us. Yep. Yeah. And an email or, or an email would be nice. Kick us an email and tell us, hey, love what you're doing or yeah. don't like it or, hey, can you talk about this? Yeah, if you so, have an anyway. idea, yeah, hit the webpage yeah. up. All right, all right Steve. Matt. Well, I got to go take care of my horses. They're more important to me than anything, except my wife, my keeper. My keeper is more the most important. Well, than my horses. Port so. that love to the IRS. Hell yeah! All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye.